Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you are listening to Barbershop Talk Radio. I'm your host, Big Papa, aka Jay Lee, aka Lee J. Lee J. Whatever, whatever you want to call it. AKA Radio Voice, everything. <laughs> Mr. Radio Voice. And uh, of course, that's Landis, uh, the young CEO, the, the brainchild behind Barbershop. Um, uh, we left off the last segment uh, t- basically talking about the, the Lakers and the, and the Anthony Davis trade um, and whether or not they gave up too much. Um, there was something else that um, that I forgot I forgot to touch on. Um, did you see the the news that came out? I believe it was this morning where they were talking about um, the Lakers forgot to free up cap space. I, I don't I don't believe it's complete. I I, I I don't know. I just don't want to buy into that. You know, I just I feel like the Lakers organization. This is a building out uh, organization. I don't believe that it will be that completely irresponsible. I do believe maybe they might have underestimated a little bit. Maybe they thought that like AD will waive his his four million dollars trade calls and all that. And but I don't. I, I still believe the Lakers know what they're doing and they're banking. Like honestly, I'm a believer in the Lakers now. But I'm sorry, I didn't think this trade was gonna happen. I didn't think we we're gonna get a, a player of this of this magnitude to come to LA to hang out with LeBron. And now I'm, I'm a believer in the Lakers. So I guess that's why I'm more playing deaf ear to that news because I'm like nah I don't believe so I believe like there was I thought the Lakers were dead two weeks ago and now I've been given new life so 20 even if it's 23 million dollars I feel like we can do something with that man so I do too I I think there's something to be done with it and and I'm with you I don't I don't think the front office is in that much of a, a disarray that they would not pay attention to the salary cap because I don't know how you can't pay attention to it because that's part of the reason why they had to trade all those players. That It wasn't necessarily just about, you know, that's what, you know, need, needed to be done. But they had to get rid of enough players to free up enough room to right. bring AD on without going into the luxury tax, which is still something that they could do if, if they did want to go the big free agent route. But... So what does that mean, Jeremy? I never really understood what the luxury tax meant. I don't know if you're familiar with those. You know, um, you ever, have you ever like uh, overdrawn your bank account? Yeah, they hit you with the overdraft fees. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. It's basically saying like, okay, this is the salary cap. Now you can go over it, uh, and I can't front and sit up here and act like I know everything about it. But I just know that if you go over it that you have to pay like a penalty or like a luxury tax. All right. But we're the Lakers. For God's sakes, we're the second richest right. sports organization in America. So I don't feel like that should just be a little penny uh, in a, what's she called? What's her name? Jenny Buss Herbst. That, uh, that's just called. I, I'm I am a spoiled Laker fan that I will pay. I will contribute one month of my salary. <laughs> Winning a championship, Jeremy. I know my salary probably doesn't is it'll probably pay for one minute of somebody playing, but I will contribute. Look, even as a Laker fan, if if they do hit go over the cap and they hit the the luxury tax, we should start a GoFundMe to help them pay for it. Like like Lakers fans unite that you know we'll, we'll we'll tag Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube and Denzel Washington Ice Cube. And 
Justin Bieber, Jack Nicholas, Jack, Jack. You know, we'll get all of them. And like, hey, let's let's donate, help them out with the luxury tax. <laughs> we need this. We need some players. But I, I definitely don't think that um, that they were that negligent. It's, I mean, you take LeBron's salary and you add in, you know, Kuzma. Kuzma's making pennies at the moment. And yeah. then you add AD salary to that. I mean, of course, that's going to soak up most of the, the salary cap. So, I, you right. know, people, I, and I think a lot of people, whoever, whoever created that story is probably a Magic Johnson fan. Yeah, or new. Because <laughs> they, they want to they try to make their front office look like they don't know what they're doing without Magic. Right. And that's bullshit. And honestly, fuck Magic. At this point, I'm like, bro, like, like you, you, you still the greatest point guard of all time, but man, I understand his maybe his little feelings got hurt and his ego, but something a point that um uh, Jay Bayless, I forgot his name, uh, he played that dude, he's the guy on ESPN. Oh, he man. said, yeah, he said um, although Rob Palenka was rapping and talking all that shit behind his back, but as a Laker fan who wants the best for the organization. Was Rob Palenka so wrong? Maybe like the way he did it by saying it behind his back. But don't you want a, a G, a GM, and a, or a president who's in the office? Like who, who's who's hands on? I understand. Yes, Jenny Buzz knew that Magic Johnson is almost a billionaire and has so many different business opportunities and current businesses that are thriving. But come on, like you know, like like the dude said something that was foul behind your back, but it wasn't far from the truth. Like I never, I I don't I don't think. I don't think for one second that Magic was giving up his giving us his 100. Or he wouldn't have wanted to sign Rondo. He wouldn't have wanted to sign Ron, uh, Stevenson. Last he wouldn't have wanted got shooters to surround around to surround LeBron with. So I, maybe, I, you know, I I I think when Magic got LeBron to sign on, I think he put his feet up. He's yeah. like he's like I I did my job. I got I got LeBron here. Now y'all figure out the rest. And you know, I'm with you. I mean, I think as an adult and somebody that's in business and that is as wealthy as Magic is, this isn't the first time somebody has talked shit about him behind his back. Right. But he decided to get butt hurt about it right now because because I feel like he thought that the wheels were falling off. They they couldn't get the AD trade done during the season. And he, and, he, and he was panicking and then this comes out somebody's talking about him and whatever he felt betrayed or or got his panties in a bunch and he decided to roll like that's whatever the, the, the Lakers were, were winning you know before he joined the front office they, they, they'll win after he left left the front office so I, I just think that there was there's probably a lot of truth to what you know Ralph Lincoln was saying. You know, it, it's just a, a matter of how he was saying it. And somebody right. went back to magic and snitched and <laughs> he jumped ship. So to me that's that's whatever. But I mean like I said, we, we got we got A D, you know, they're gonna they're gonna do what they can with this with the salary cap. Uh, I think that's why they're putting off his his signing until July sixth. Um, cause then that'll put them at like 23 and a half million dollars on, under the cap. Uh, right. You know, 
And I, and I think we're still trying to work out something with Toronto. I mean, with uh, Atlanta. I mean, yeah, Atlanta, that we might be able to get more. If they make it a three-team trade so that we might be able to get more room. And, and I heard this is one of those fake stories, but it might be true. I did hear through the grapevines that uh, AD would be willing to waive his $4 million trade clause if it was to con- if it was going to contribute to getting a superstar or something like that. But that's just one of the Instagram stories. That's not, like, from any valid source. That's, that's interesting. Like, yo, when I, when I heard that he was getting a $4 million bonus for being traded, I was like, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Like, I've never heard of a guy getting a bonus for being <laughs> traded. Usually when you get traded, that means the team – like didn't want you like I, I understand right. the dynamics of that but whatever his agent did to get that in his contract like bravo like I applaud yeah. you for getting that in there but if he if he was to waive it yo that's that's it for me like I mean wouldn't you waive it on Germany he's about to get 200 million next year I would like, 14 dollars to man. help the team get a, a, a superstar or some other players that could help them win a championship next year uh, and we yeah, got the team for him. Shit. Like Le- LeBron could stroke that check for him. Like, yo, go ahead and wave <laughs> that. I got you. Like, like off the I'm gonna, leave, I'm gonna leave that in your in your locker. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um I definitely think um uh, I think we're in a good space uh with the team, especially because AD is so young and LeBron is probably going to be done in like three years so AD will still be 29 so that's and that's still young basketball yeah right so he'll he'll still have some some time left and then hopefully we'll put together a plan for the future because uh we didn't have we don't have any draft picks for a while and um that was like right we had traded the fourth pick uh, in last night's NBA draft, mm-hmm. uh, did you did you watch the draft at all? I did, I did, but I do, but I do know that the Lakers, we in the next four years, we will have one first round pick out of the next four years, and that's not bad because Jeremy, the the the, the other reason why I was very happy about this Anthony Davis trade is not so much over oh, winning the championship this year is that now we have a bridge player for after LeBron's done. AD attracts people, you know, people want to play with him, and it's LA. So it's it's like after LeBron's done, the eighties twenty nine, we're people are still gonna want to play with eighty, you know. So that's that's a that's an excellent point, and that's that's kind of what the Lakers do. They they go and and they get free agents. Like they they haven't for a really long time, other than Magic and Worthy, they they haven't really drafted superstars. And I mean, yeah, they traded on draft day for Kobe, you know, right. but they didn't draft him. They trade. For him, so this is kind of what they do. This is kind of what they've always done. So, you know, I'm I'm just gonna have faith in them, and you know, hopefully, um, you know, the the Pelicans uh, won't get good over over the next three or four years with all the draft picks they got from us. Right, and they got their boy. They got Zion Williamson, number one overall from Duke University. Oh my God, Ninja Turtle. I'm so tired of hearing about him, man, that I'm starting to sound like a hater of him when I'm really not. But I just, I hate the media sometimes. And I know we were part of the media, you know, but it's just, Zion wasn't even a top two player in his class. You know, he went to Duke and showed out, obviously, you know. But, like, I just feel like, my thing with Zion is, think about this, Jeremy. 
you play football, you're an athlete, you know what happens when you get older. Zion is 280 pounds on the scale right now. Right. When you age, you only get bigger. And people are like, well, you know, he has the best, you're going to get trainers. Yes, I get that. And I'm not saying Zion will not develop. But Zion does not have like a who's but he's not, he doesn't have like a Giannis kind of a body where he's so cut up that you're like, oh, the, the bigger he gets, you only get more cut up. Zion looks like a thick boy. He's a, he's a beefy kid who's just really athletic and something we've probably never seen. But he's been punking white kids in, in Durham, North Carolina. <laughs> And he came to the ACC, and yes, he's a grown, he's a football player for guy. He's like, he's six, seven, two eighty. Of course, you're gonna bully kids in college, but in the NBA, when people, when, when you got grown men who have to pay their mortgages and their rents, and they've been hearing just like the Lonzo Ball thing, they've been, you gotta think, there are players who are licking their chops waiting to block Zion, waiting to compete against them because there, you got people like Colin uh, from from Fox Sports One who say shit like, oh, he's already a top twenty player. Oh, what the fuck are you talking Colin Coward. Like, what are y'all talking Are you trying to get ratings in your show? I mean, I'm known for the, from Barbershop Talk Radio, I'm the guy who, who's known to say something ridiculous just to get people to to come to check it out, check out our podcast. But I just think that was a reach. I'm like, I, I don't know if I'm not sold on Zion like everybody is. I'm really not. If it's anything, I think the the, the, the player that we're going to look back and say those were the, probably the, the two players that, that that uh well one they didn't sleep on I would say is John Moran I I think this kid is a under control what's rest book and a way better shooter but he's an under control point guard that in any other draft he probably would have been the first pick and I think he is gonna be looked back years from now as the player who probably should win number one I think Zion's gonna sell tickets I think he's gonna do a lot of dunks but nah it's not the ACC and it's not you know Mecklenburg uh, County sports in North Carolina it's not. So that, that's my thing, and I, I, I got room for the kid. And, you know, he has a stepdad who's who's invested in his life, and 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 it's so hard to hate Zion because he's such a good kid. It's kind of like the Lonzo thing. Lonzo's a really good kid if it wasn't for his fucking dad. Zion is a really good kid, except for the media. So I, I'm just like, I, I wish him the best, but he's not LeBron James. LeBron James. My mom knew that LeBron was gonna be great. George Washington knew LeBron was gonna be great. We all knew it. You know. <laughs> so one of those things that I don't get, man. But you know, I'm I'm, I'm I'm here, and I can't believe Taco didn't get drafted. That was that was the thing that confused me. I uh, I, I wasn't surprised because I, I actually I'm one of those people that don't have a life, and I actually watched the NBA draft comp. <laughs> well, you're a basketball coach too, Jerry. Yes, yeah, so. true. Um, and I watched the draft combine, and just watching him and the things they were saying, I don't I don't think. It, Especially now, there really isn't a place in the league for guys that are seven six to protect the rim because everybody shoots three pointer, you right. know, and he becomes a liability in pick and roll. Uh, so there was there was a, there's a lot of things with him where I think he could go to a team, and I and I think I just saw on Twitter today that he signed with the Celtics, which mm-hmm. is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, they actually use a big man in, in their offense, but he's, I don't think he's going to be an impactful player because just because of his size and his lack of mobility, right? Um, you know, whereas Zion, they're saying that Zion is closer to 6'6 six, six than he is 6'8. 
to almost DeJuan Blair kind of player. Right, like he's like right. That's that's actually that's a very good analogy. I was thinking he is Draymond Green with with better hops. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're close in height because he's not Julius Randle. I mean, Julius Randle is six ten. Blake Griffin is six ten. All these players are trying to compare him, but they keep forgetting that these guys are like still tall. Right, but comparing him to LeBron was so wrong. On, on so many levels, that that's on, to me. I feel like that's almost disrespectful to LeBron because LeBron was a way better player than Zion was, and he didn't even get the luxury of go to going to college for one year. He came right into the league, and Zion has a lot of holes in his game. And, and people call me a hater, and I, I take it because I am Duke's number one hater. Tar <laughs> Heels forever, baby. Um, but he has holes in his game and my only concern is his game is built off of his athleticism and his ability to jump what happens if he doesn't have that like yeah. what you know God, I don't want anything to happen to the guy you know I, I can't wait to see all his dunk highlights on, on ESPN every time he plays I, I'm just wondering what happens when he can't use that what happens when he can't jump over guys anymore what if he does get an injury and and he loses some of his hops does he just become a, a, another guy uh, he, he needs to come into the league and work on his game and develop his game so that he's not just a one-trick pony well skate Bailey thinks he's better than uh better than ad well he's gonna be better than AD. oh man yeah I, I think, Shan- I think Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Shannon had a check. I think part of Skip's paycheck comes with crack in the in the envelope. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, here's your paycheck, and we're sprinkling a little crack in there for you." Because he says some of the most outlandish stuff, and and it's like that's just what he gets paid to do. And right. then we get to watch uh, Shannon Sharp uh, look at him uh, like like he's retarded. But that's that's insane to me. Like, like AD's game was was better than, than Zion. I don't I don't know where he comes up with this stuff. But uh, so anyway, so Zion goes yeah. number one to the Pelicans. They you know they get who they think is going to be their replacement for AD. Um, and then your boy John Morant goes second to the Memphis Grizzlies. I love him. I think he's going to be great. Right. Uh, then another dude I hate on immensely, R.J. Barrett from Duke University, who was supposed to be the number one pick uh, before the uh, college basketball season started. Right. He was number three to the Knicks. Um, every Knicks fan I know is ecstatic. They think he's he's the next thing. Okay. I don't see it. I think the New York media and crowd is going to eat him alive. And I mean, he he might be Andrew Wiggins at best, and and that's not saying much. That's not saying much. You know, he'll that's he'll score some much. points, but I don't I don't see him resurrecting the franchise. And then um, so the Pelicans, who had our Lakers number four pick, traded it uh, to the Atlanta Atlanta, and then they they took my guy DeAndre Hunter from the. National Championship uh, UVA Cavaliers team, and shout uh, out UVA, right? And um, he's a solid guy. I like his game. He's not flashy. 
Um, he'll he'll be a solid guy on that team because they don't need flashy because they already got Trey Young. I like you guys' pick. I'll be honest with you, huh? I like you guys. I like. I mean, not you guys. Excuse me. I'm tripping. My fault, Jeremy. I like. I like the Wizards' pick. I'm not even gonna you do? Lie. I do because I watched it. He's. Um, I am by. He's the African uh, slash Japanese kid, but I watched him play. <laughs> and yeah, he's he's from uh, West Africa, but Japan as well. But he's. He's an athletic freak. He's a four-year kid. And um, I think he might not be the greatest scorer or anything like that, but he's going to be a really good locker room guy. He's solid. Like, the, 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 the Wizards don't have any great character guys, man. Like, I feel like he's one of those guys that's going to come in, probably be your hardest worker. He wants it. He wants to get better. And from what I saw at Gonzaga, when anyone had played Duke, the kid is a beast. Like, I'm sorry. He just needs somebody to keep telling him, telling him that he's a beast. And fuck the age thing, that you, a senior can still come and have a long career after doing four years. You know, I agree. So. And I, I was I was pleased with it. And like I said, I mean the, the Wizards are are right here in our backyard. So I, I do I do root for them. I can't go watch the Lakers play. I don't I don't have a jet. I don't live in, in California. So <laughs> so if I'm gonna see a basketball game, it's gonna be a Wizards game and and I'm cool with that. I'm I'm still a Lakers fan, but I I I root for the Wizards, and I like I like the draft pick too. I thought they were going to take uh, Cam Reddish from Duke, which would have, in my opinion, been a mistake. And they would have just been drafting him because of the Duke height. I don't right. think he has any heart, but I think this guy and I. It's <laughs> <laughs> so very not a big yes uh, But this, you know, this kid, and I can't say his name. I should I should probably learn it. You know, before yeah. we talk about it again, but Imaroshi or some shit. Right. When they play, when they played, when Gonzaga played Duke early, like early in the season, like he was handling his business, and I mean they ended up beating Duke, and he played phenomenally. And he, I, I thought he was one of the best players in, in the country, but of course, all the hype was going towards R.J. Barrett and, and Zion, but right. he's a solid guy, and like you said. He's going to be good in the locker room. He's not going to rock the boat. He's not going to come in and want to shoot the ball all the time. He's going to come in and play his role. And I think that's what the Wizards needed. They they lacked character guys that are willing to play their role, especially on the team with Bradley Beal and John Wall. Whenever he comes back, they they didn't right. they didn't need any more flashy guys. They didn't need a guy on a wing shooting three pointers. They needed some guys that were going to do the dirty work, you know, do do the Dray, the Draymond Green, you know, thing, you know, battle, play defense, get rebounds, block shots, run the floor. Um, so I was, I thought it was really good. I mean, especially considering the fact that the Wizards still don't have a GM, you know, and shout out mm. to Ted Leonsis for finally getting rid of Ernie Grunfeld after 16 horrible <laughs> years. Like that dude, that dude kept his job so long. Like, like I thought he worked for the government. I thought the Wizards were like a government entity because people get government jobs and they could piss on their boss's desk and they don't get fired. And <laughs> somehow, Ernie managed to survive all these years, but he's finally gone, and uh, Wizards fans are ecstatic about that. And so I, they got a. A good guy in the draft, um, and I was really happy that they didn't trade Bill because I thought mm-hmm. 
that. Did you see what they were talking about? Yeah. Uh, Pelicans yeah. were thinking about trading a number four pick for, for Bill. I wouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. I'm not a huge Bill fan, but nah. He, like, nah he's, still a, he's still a really good, good, good player. So. I think so too. I mean, I think he's he's still young enough. I think he has the one thing that the team lacks, which is shooting. He does that really well, and right. um, he still has two years left on his deal. And uh, the Wizards, um, there was something on Twitter that said that they were thinking about extending him now three extra years, so he would that he would get around 110 million dollars and it's not the super max um, which is good because if he got the super max then they wouldn't be able to afford the popcorn in the arena right so literally I, I think that was I think that's a really smart move if, if he's willing to sign it now if he doesn't sign it then I say that they should trade him because then that tells me that you don't want to be here long term Right. So, hey, I hate to be a, that one, you know, like every other Laker fan, but hey, I wouldn't mind him in there. No LA. bull, right? <laughs> that was another reason why I was mad. I was like, I don't want him to go to Pelicans. If, if he's going to go fair, I want him to go to LA. <laughs> hey, that'll be funny. That sounds like, you know, I like the Hicks being like West Virginia. If anybody going to be with my sister, <laughs> that's like how it is with Bill. I'm like, if anybody's going to have him. <laughs> It's gonna be us. Oh, you so stupid. I heard somebody say that the other day, man. I, I died. Like, if anybody that's gonna be with my sister, it's gonna be me. If anybody's getting beer, it's gonna be us. Yo, no offense, man, to y'all out there in the deep woods of West Virginia, man. Y'all, y'all do y'all thing. You know, Shout out Martinsburg. Yeah, y'all, y'all keep the bloodline strong. That's like some real Game of Thrones type shit y'all doing out there. You know. <laughs> Smashing your family, but hey, <laughs> bro, hey, listen, Jer, I went to school in West Virginia. Like West Virginia made you do a lot of shit because there's not a lot of people around. <laughs> I'm not saying this what the fuck I'm doing, but I'm down. I understand me. I, I I see their thought process. I'm not saying I agree with it, but West Virginia is not much out there, man. <laughs> not much out there. You got one traffic light in the town. You know, everybody who's in the town probably works at the coal mine or the local small college nearby. And, you know, you, everybody dip. You get off. You got a dip in your mouth. Camouflage. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, it's probably like maybe 20 chicks in the whole town that, that <laughs> aren't married or, or, you know, carrying around three, four kids, you know. Or keeping all fucked up. Right. So it's like, hey, you play the numbers game. You'd be like, well, I could go get with Betty Sue and she only got two teeth in her mouth. Or... I could go mess with Becky Ann, and she's, she's like my second cousin, and that that almost don't count. So, I... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we still love your Morgantown. We love Fairmont. Everybody, we love. I love. I love Virginia. Charlestown. I, I'm, I might be coming to see y'all out there, Charlestown. Go to, go out to the casino. But uh, strip club ain't bad out there either. They got a little skinny, little skinny no butt strippers out there. Right. Uh, you know who's probably looking real skinny these days is probably John Wall because he <laughs> nothing but sit around and after after his surgery, like how you get hurt and then you go home and tear your Achilles at home. Yeah, like I feel for the brother, man. He can't stay healthy to save his life. But 
he got that big deal. So he he doing all right. Yeah. He he gonna he gonna be all right. He gonna be he gonna be all right. He definitely gonna be all right. But yo, um, you know we're right up on an hour. Yeah, I love today's show, man. Yeah, I'm glad to be back with you, Britt. No, no doubt, man. It's like feels like like coming out of out of retirement. You know, we yeah. we were gone so long. You know, and to all the fans that are going to be listening to this, we appreciate y'all. Uh, you know, sorry, you know, we, we left you hanging for so long, but we are back. You know, we, we got hip to some new technology, and uh, we're going we're going to come back and keep bringing this noise to y'all. And um, and hope y'all still rock with us. Yeah, we back back. <laughs> like Nick Mill said, you rich rich. We back back. I like that. We back back. Yeah, man. Um, and and shouts out World of Sports Network too, man. Our new production. Oh, company. most definitely. Definitely, definitely want to shout them out. Um, you know that was that was major. They were, you know, they they played a part in in us, you know, in the resurrection and. They got some some huge plans for us, um, you know, and I think I think it's gonna it's gonna turn into something really big. I think I think we're gonna do big things, and um, you know, so y'all just y'all keep listening, man. Y'all tune in, uh, get get that anchor app so y'all can y'all can listen to us uh, live whenever we're on. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna get hip to all of this and and bring y'all that fire. Keep y'all satisfied uh, as we proceed to give you what you need. Oh man, shout out Diddy! <laughs> shout out Diddy, man, and all and all the people who's been sticking with us through Instagram and all that in the barbershop talk sports. But anything goes, page. We appreciate that, man. Honestly, yeah. like on behalf of me and Jeremy, we really appreciate that. You guys kept us kept our spirits up. So. Right, it definitely, man. It was, it was, it was a small taste of it. It kept us alive. It kept us on life support. <laughs> uh, it was some, it was some craziness on the Instagram, especially, and and that's 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 all due to you, man. You put the hard work in. You and you know you you got our, our followers up. You know, posting some crazy stuff. You, you know, you doing your little videos. Vice versa, man. Vice versa. You know, and uh, whenever it gets to football season, we're definitely going to have to talk about you uh, uh, slandering Sean Taylor's name. Oh, yeah. I got a lot of people waiting to tear my name off. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to show up to that episode, Jeremy. Oh, you're going to have to, brother. I ain't going to get at you too bad. I'm just going to stick you one time like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know the dude made all pro twice, though. That's the only thing. I, I was like, yeah. Uh, We'll, we'll definitely get on that, but you know, DC, Maryland, Virginia, uh, Japan, Africa, wherever y'all listening, man, we, we, we definitely appreciate y'all. And, sure. and uh, this is the Barbershop Talk. We out. We out.